At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare getting you ready for the day in sports betting this is point spread sunday on vsan the sports betting network Hey, Holden Kushner, Point Spread Sunday, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Holden is uh, here with you. I'm speaking in the third person. Why? I don't know. Let's uh, talk some Super Bowl today. We've got a lot to get into, okay? We're going to talk some NBA. There's a good slate of NBA coming up and some college basketball as well. A nice little slate of college basketball. Now, I've been focusing on the Mountain West and the big sky. I'm here in Denver, and I'm also the host of the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers, and uh, it's a Veasan podcast, four days a week. Talk about betting Denver and Colorado sports. A lot of college basketball right now. We've got some Broncos futures going on. A lot of Nuggets, some Avalanche. So if you're ever betting on Colorado sports teams, uh, or you just uh, think I'm handsome, go ahead and subscribe and listen to the Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. So. Uh, let's just start with the Super Bowl. I'm really excited. Usually a bye week is just so long and nothing's happening. And it's like, oh, I don't know. What am I going to do? There's actually been some great college hoops and some great NBA to kind of pass the time over the past week. And all these this coaching news and the off the field stuff with the NFL, which always happens. You've got Brian Flores. We've got coaching hires and firings. But I say we start with the fun stuff. Let's start with the fun stuff here. And I'll tell you about my two futures tickets. So preseason, and maybe you could help me out. Hit me up on Twitter at Holden radio at Holden radio. So preseason, I'm saying, Oh, Stafford goes to the Rams. Love this. Love this. Plus 1400 hit it. Robert Woods goes down. That's a big loss. And I think what people do when there are important losses and non quarterback positions, they start freaking out. Like there's no chance that the Rams could go on and win the Super Bowl anymore. It's over. Well, that, that's just not true. Like if Matt Stafford went down, okay, the Rams are done. If Cooper cup went down like the elite wide receiver, probably uh, Aaron Donald, there's only three or four guys on a team or a great team. Like the Rams, there's other teams you know, you take the quarterback out and the rest of the team just stinks. But with the Rams, I think there were three or four injuries that I said, they're really in trouble if this happens to them. And that didn't happen. We've, we've got Stafford still, you got Donald still, you've got Cooper cup still. 
So the plus 1,400 preseason, but the plus 900 was a couple of weeks after Robert Woods because it happens time and time again. There are important players that are going to miss the rest of the season, but there's also guys that are behind them that are good. There's ways that head coaches can scheme an offense or a defense when a big player goes down. So I hit it again at plus 900. So what am I sitting on here? Uh, I'll be honest with you. We're sitting on about $2,500. And I am risk averse. I am a, <laughs> I am very risk averse. Like I don't like so much money on the line where I can't hedge it just a little bit. I wouldn't call it laying down. I don't lay down on bets. I've never met a better that actually is a winner when he lays he or she lays down on bets. But the question is, what do I feel good with? And I see the Bengals around plus one sixty five right now. So. I'm just going to ask you, hit me up on Twitter again, at Holden Radio. What would you do with $2,500 sitting out there right now? Maybe for you, you don't get your blood doesn't start boiling till it's 25K. Then go assume and do that. So what I'm thinking right now is probably taking a third of the winnings. What would that be? I don't even know what that is. Like 700 bucks maybe? Yeah, 750 or so. Uh, and throwing that on the Bengals money line, which will have a nice return, which at least you know, I get to keep about 70, 75% of the winnings. And if the Bengals win, then I'm still looking pretty good. I, the whole 25 is, is not coming back. This will be a hedge. So that is my big decision heading into this one is going to be, how do I hedge this? That's the first thing. The second thing is let's get into these DraftKings novelty props because I was never a big novelty better in the past. Um, and then we started getting legalized betting here in Colorado. So just some, some background on me long time ago, 1999, 2000, did a show out of the Mandalay Bay sports book, lived in Vegas. It's where I learned how to bet. It's how I started my process. Took a very long time to get it down. Here we are 22, 23 years later, and I'm just starting to check out the novelty props. So here's my favorite one. And, and I'll really dig into this a whole bunch later on in the show, but my favorite novelty prop, I don't even know how I found this thing. 15. Let's see here. No, no, no. Nine and a half penalties over under nine and a half penalties. You go under nine and a half penalties. You're getting slightly over even money. I think it was plus one Oh one. You can find this one on bet rivers over nine and a half penalties is going to be minus minus one forty. So for me, I'm looking at the under here. Let's see what's going on. We've got Ronald Torbert. He's the lead referee. His regular season crew averaged about 12 flags per game. That's the fourth lowest among 17 crews. But remember, in the Super Bowl, you're working with a different group of officials. So it's a little bit of a wild card there. But but I found some other things that I think are interesting. Let's go to last year's Super Bowl. Do you remember the first half? And I know the NFL does not want this happening again. There were eight penalties called. Eight penalties called on the Kansas City Chiefs in the first half. People forget very quickly. You're going back a year now, but a year ago, everybody's freaking out on social media, and they should have. It was unacceptable. The the Bucks had one penalty for five yards. The Chiefs got like gave up six first downs with their penalties. So eight penalties on Kansas City in the first half. I think that there is going to be, if there wasn't already, a memo from the NFL saying, Cut down on the flags. We don't need that debacle that we had last year. That's the first thing. The second thing, we've got the second and third least 
penalize teams in the National Football League. Numbers 30 and 31. The Rams don't commit penalties. The Bengals don't commit penalties. The penalties this year, 76 on the Rams, 71 on the Bengals. Nobody pays attention to this garbage except for the teams, right? For reference, though, the Cowboys led the NFL with 127 penalties this season. 127. So 76, 71, and then the other extreme is the Cowboys. 2020, how many penalties did we have? We had nine. Last year, we had 15. Year before, we had 12. That's a small sample. I'm not too worried about that. I do think, and this is an interesting number, I think we go under on this, and we get just about even money, get a little plus money, plus 101 on Bet Rivers. I think under nine and a half penalties would we call this a novelty prop? Yeah, I'm going to call it a novelty prop. Some of the other ones, coin toss outcome. I know a lot of people like to do that. Is it, Are we on a run for the heads? It's it's still a 50-50. I don't care if heads won a thousand times in a row. There's still a 50-50 chance on the other way. So I don't really enjoy doing the coin toss. I get it. I get it. It's fun. You want to get right into the into the mix here. You've got how long is the national anthem going to be? da 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 eh. Doesn't do too much. Here's the ones I like. Any kick to hit the uprights. Now, my threshold on juice is usually around 130. We get to 135, it's an uncomfortable bet. I'll take that. We're talking about minus 650 for a kick to hit the uprights. Eh, I'm going to pass on it, but I think it's really fun. Where the heck did they come up with some of these props here? Color of Gatorade poured on the winning coach. How do we know that? Like, unless you have an inside source, which is possible. You're not going to know what color Gatorade is dumped. I don't know how many colors are sitting there on the sidelines, but again, it's kind of fun. Non QB to throw a TD pass in the Super Bowl. We know that this has happened before. I really like the fat guy touchdown, a big guy touchdown, offensive lineman, 22 to one. If the chiefs were in the Super Bowl, if the Patriots were in the Super Bowl, I'd say to myself, yeah, uh, maybe that hits. Maybe that's one that we like. I'm going to pass on that one. A non-QB to throw a TD pass in the Super Bowl. It's possible. I think Jamar Chase has a decent arm. You look over on the Rams side. Uh, Odell Beckham has a good arm. So it's possible at 14 to 1. Again, it's a novelty prop. You want to have fun. You want to throw 20 bucks on it, 100 bucks on it. Whatever, whatever your limit is at your sports book, by all means, go ahead and do so. Uh, team to kick a game-winning walk-off field goal at the end of regulation. I like it. That is one that I think I'm going to hit. And I thought about this, too. Um, I, I think this will be a closer game. I do think this will be a closer game. So the possibility of a game-winning walk-off field goal at the end of regulation at plus 500, why not? I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay, here we go. Coming up next on this very program, let's talk about the NBA. I've got a few games set up for you. We got the Nets and the Nuggets. We got the James Harden rumors that are flying out there. Bulls Sixers, I want to get into as well. And then tonight, uh, it's the Bucks and the Clippers. So there is still a ton, ton of NBA and college basketball to get to. This is Point Spread Sunday, and we'll get into more NBA, more college basketball, and a lot more NFL as well. And as a matter of fact, during this break, I just talked myself into a bet. I'm going to throw a little bit down on the team to kick a game-winning walk-off field goal 
at the end of regulation, and I'm getting five to one on that bet. Mwah! So that's what I'm going to be doing during the break. What are you doing during, the, doing during the break? Stick around. You know, make sure you're checking this out. We come back. Got some NBA games to get to, including my boys here in Denver, the Nuggets. And thank you very much. We'll be back in just a moment. Point spread Sunday. We're hanging out here on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Join our own Stormy Bonatoni on Friday, 6 o'clock p.m. for the big game betting and beers event at the South Point Casino in Las Vegas. Stormy's joined by our guys in the desert, Chris Andrews, Jimmy Ficaro, and Vinny Maiulo for a fun and informative look at betting this year's big game and stories from behind the book. That's kind of cool. But all the action these legends have seen over the years. The event's free for anyone over 21. So stop by the South Point on Friday at 6 p.m. Get free samples of Bookmaker Blonde Ale. I think that's what they got in the studio there in Vegas, by the way. Uh, specials on Budweiser's. Purchase signed copies of Chris Andrews' books and learn from these book-making experts. I mean, for some people, you got you got to have a little bit of beer when you're betting, right? I mean, not me. I'm, I'm a big fan of water, but I get it. I get it. It's a Super Bowl, heavy beer consumption. Point spread Sunday. Holding Kushner hanging out with you on VSIN, the sports betting network. So still to come on the program, going to talk some NFL with Ben Brown uh, from Pro Football Focus in about 15 minutes from right now. But I do want to get some NBA in. Because it's not just uh, the Super Bowl. I'll talk a little Pro Bowl later, later today. Because I actually, they, they don't have tight end receiving yards. But I must say right now, there's only four tight ends on uh, both rosters total. Two on each side. And you have to have a tight end on the field at all times. There's some rules changes as well. I got to get into the Pro Bowl because, oh, it's some D-Gen betting on the it's – not, it's not D-Gen stuff. There's actual strategies to do this. So we'll get into that in just a little bit. But I want to start with the National Basketball Association right here. Um, and there's four games that really piqued my interest. And we'll start – my guys here in Denver, of course, a little bit biased toward Nikola Jokic. Very biased. I'll be honest. I'm very biased toward Nikola Jokic. Now, not on a side or a total, but here we go. 
the line here. It's the Nuggets minus five and a half at home, and the total is sitting at 230. Brooklyn is in an absolute tailspin right now. They've lost seven in a row. James Harden is questionable with a hamstring, and you wonder if he's on his way out. Uh, it's been very tough to bet the NBA pregame, by the way, and I have made a complete adjustment to my betting, and I probably should have done it coming into the year. I just didn't think that the, the COVID and the rest would add up like it did last season. We saw the surge of COVID run through the NBA. It's kind of done. You know, we're not seeing as much of that anymore. Uh, we are still seeing guys taking a rest. And in this game, we're also seeing a team that is without Kevin Durant. Kyrie and James Harden just don't seem to be getting along. And now James Harden with the hamstring. How do you really handicap this game pregame? That's the, how do you do that? Well, I think the way to approach this is with player props. But uh, Durant out. The Nets just got blown out by the Jazz. The Nuggets are the sixth seed in the West. They're 28 and 24. They've been playing better basketball over the last month or so. Aaron Gordon should return to this game. He's missed a couple with his own hamstring issue. Now, let's look at the Nets uh, against the spread. I'm not as big of a, uh, of a trends guy, but I think this is interesting when they are so skewed. The Nets are 1-4 against the spread in their last five road games, 1-5-1 in their last seven overall. But the Nuggets are 0-5 against the spread at home in their last five games, three, seven and one against the spread. So those are not going to help us really come up with anything, but I'll say this again with Nikola Jokic. He's the best player in the world. The nuggets are 26.7 points per 100% possessions better with Jokic on the floor. Let me say this again, 26.7 points per 100% possessions better with Jokic on the floor. That's all-time great. Like, that's Wilt Chamberlain, Michael Jordan in his prime. When he's off, this team is minus 16.1. And just for reference, 16.1 is god-awful. Like, if you are minus 16.1 anywhere, you're the worst team in the National Basketball Association. So you take him off the floor, the Nuggets stink. They'd be the worst offense, the worst defensive ratings in the league. But he is on the floor. I like him to score some points. I don't think anybody can contain him. And I think he's going to take a little extra on his shoulders. That's actually a play here. I'll go Jokic over 25 and a half points. And this is the prop that I got burned on the other night because it was 25 and a half. Some places had a 26 and a half. He ended up scoring 25, missed a shot at the end. So be it. These are the things that happen in basketball. Best bet from this one, though, Jokic over 25 and a half. Let's move on to the Sixers and Bulls. This game to me is the game du jour. I'll have the soup of the day. So Philly minus one and a half. The total here is two nineteen and a half. It's game in Chicago. So Philly's lost two in a row. The Bulls have won three of four, and they've been a little short man lately too. Uh, Joel Embiid. If we're going to talk about Nikola Jokic for MVP, we got to talk about Embiid because Embiid is the favorite. You can usually find him around plus two hundred. And you can find Jokic around plus 300, but 29, 11 and four on the season for Embiid. He also is having just a miraculous season and against the bulls. The first time he had 30 and 15, he's just a double, double machine. The narrative is that he's carrying the team without Ben Simmons. That narrative is actually true and it is helping his MVP case. And I think if he, there's two things that you have to rely on. If you're backing Embiid for MVP, first of all, he can't get hurt. He has to stay on the floor. 
And this is a guy that's missed a lot of games, a lot of games. Love him. Huge Embiid fan. I went to Kansas. His year there, if he stays healthy, KU might win the national championship with him and Andrew Wiggins. They didn't, so be it. He's got to stay on the floor. Second thing is, if this team wins the East, maybe even finishes second in the East, then we're talking about an MVP. Now, Philly averaging 111 points per 100% possessions. They allow 109 and the offense is slightly above average, but their defense is really good. They're 10th in the NBA. For the Bulls, Zach Levine, Kobe White are questionable. So again, you know, we got two guys, and I think even if Levine plays, and it's very, very, very important that he does, because Lonzo Ball is out, Caruso's out, Derek Jones is out, Patrick Williams is out. Even if Levine plays, I still lean the Sixers really hard at minus one and a half. This is not an official show play, but I do see the Sixers taking this one in a battle of two really good teams. And if you haven't been watching the Bulls, holy moly, DeMar DeRozan's going bananas, 26 and a half points. We know Vucevic can take care of business as well. So that's the Sixers and the Bulls game. Two more games. We'll get to the Hawks and Mavericks and Bucks at Clippers, the, the Buckers. So, the Hawks and Mavericks. We'll start with that. Remember that that night when these two guys, Luca and Trey, were traded for each other on draft night. I do. I thought it was it was a nutty one. We're going, whoa, Trey. Trey's coming out of college. He's the best college player out there. Luca Doncic. He's going to be a superstar. We haven't really seen him very much. Um, but as far as Trey Young's Hawks go, disappointing. Uh, they're 500 team this season. Thought they'd be better, especially after their run in the playoffs last year, the Mavericks coming off, maybe their best win of the season. Uh, they were down by 16 to Philly, the aforementioned Sixers, and they come back and they knock off Philly 107 to 98. Luca had 33, 15 and 13 on Friday night. So actually it was 33 points, 13 rebounds, 15 assists. Ultimately, I look at this game, Hawks Mavericks should be a fun one to watch, but it's a pass for me. I don't want to mess with it. Uh, I just don't want to mess with it whatsoever. So that leaves us with our last game. And I'm pretty excited about this one tonight. Now, I don't have too much as far as uh, on my plate today. Probably watch a little Pro Bowl, hang out with the kids for a couple of minutes. Maybe the girlfriend comes over. It's kind of nice to finally have a Sunday. Now, I'm going to miss it because we got you know, seven months of no football. But it's kind of nice to adjust my schedule, right? Maybe you're the same way. You either sit on your butt all Sunday or you're just locked down, listening to football, watching football, hanging out with VEASAN, live betting it. It's just not like that anymore. It's like it, after Sunday, everything next Sunday, everything stops. But I'm here to remind you, there's still a ton to bet on even when the NFL is over and people just don't seem to realize that. It's like, oh, the betting season's over. No, it's not. There's ways to win money otherwise. So Bucks Clippers. Milwaukee's 33 and 21. They're third in the East. Clippers, 500, eighth in the West. The Bucks, now this is the interesting thing here because they're playing their second game of the back to back. They took on the Blazers yesterday. For the Clippers, 28th in the NBA in scoring. They just picked up Norm Powell and Robert Covington in the trade from Portland. So that's interesting because this team is waiting for Paul George to come back at the end of the month, maybe in early March. And they brought a couple of scores in Norman Powell. And, and then you've got Robert Covington, but that's not going to help them tonight. A couple other things. The Bucks are one and six against the spread. The last seven playing on the back end of a back to back. You got to remember this. T teams are just gassed. But the good thing, if you're backing the Bucks today, 
They rested their starters early last night. I think they go out tonight and pick up the win, but I don't have enough confidence to recommend that. So I will say on this one, it's just going to be a hard pass. Going to come back, get back to the National Football League. We'll be joined by Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. Uh, Want to get into the Super Bowl MVP odds with him as uh, Matt Stafford is the overwhelming favorite. But I got my eye on another guy or two, and I wonder if Ben's there too. Stick around. Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the sports betting network. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the sports betting network. You know that VSIN is the best place to get all the betting insights for the big game. Right now, you can sign up to get our free big game betting guide. This digital guide gives you trends, strategies, props to watch, tips from our experts. Visit vsin.com backslash Super Bowl to get your free guide and get ready for the biggest football betting action of the year. Welcome back to Point Spread Sunday on VSIN, the sports betting network. My name is Holden Kushner, host of VSIN's Denver CityCast, presented by Bet Rivers. If you're ever betting on Colorado teams, Denver teams, pro or college, I don't stoop to the high school level and I'm not going to the senior leagues. So we just keep it to the major sports and college basketball and football, too. Uh, check it out Denver CityCast, the Denver CityCast. Again, not just if you're betting. If you just like betting or you want some good stories, you can hang out with me as well. Uh, let's get a good story or two from Ben Brown from Pro Football Focus. We bring him in here on Point Spread Sunday. Wonderful to have you back on the program. Uh, you really don't need to tell us a story, Ben. Just let's come on and talk a little uh, <laughs> Super Bowl betting. How are you this Sunday morning? Yeah, I'm doing pretty well. I can talk, you know, straight bets all the time. Of course, you know, the the Super Bowl of sports betting is coming up here soon. So lots to talk about for sure. No stories needed, for, right? So Yeah, yeah. And we get two weeks to do it. So let me ask you this. As far as betting goes, I usually get my props out of the way. I like these novelty props, player props. I usually get those out of, way, out of the way last week. Uh, I have a special circumstance here. I'm going to be backing the Bengals just as a hedge because of a futures ticket on the Rams. But I usually do bet the side of the Super Bowl the week of the Super Bowl. Just let everything settle. How have you handled betting this Super Bowl between the Rams and the Bengals? Yeah, definitely. So I have some, you know, Bengals basically four and a half when it moved out from four to four and a half. I did think that was probably going to correct back down to where it basically opened at. So I have a little bit on Cincinnati, but I'm definitely with you. I'm more of a, you know, novelty props, player props, all the like that I have, you know, bet quite a bit of already. And I'm going to continue to try and find some, you know, value as, you know, the markets continue to evolve a little bit more. I do think that heading into, you know, Super Bowl kickoff, we're going to see a lot of uh, you know, the public action basically be on some of these long shot odds. So I do think you could see some, you know, heavy yes bets uh, at heavy minus prices probably show some value here uh, as we head toward kickoff. So that's mainly where I'm going to be uh, toward the end of the week, basically. As, as far as the MVP goes, and I think this is interesting because the quarterbacks are the ones that usually win this thing. I actually think it's a little different this year. And there are certain bets where you can get plus maybe 250 or so on a non quarterback to win the MVP. There's, there's a whole bunch of names here. Cooper cup could win it. Maybe a defensive player like an Aaron Donald. Uh, you've got Jamar chase. Talk to me about the super bowl MVP odds. 
where's the value and do you just stick to the quarterbacks? Yeah, I don't really think there's a ton of value uh, at the quarterback position. I do think that it's really hard to see Cincinnati uh, winning this game outright and then not being Joe Burrow. I think the only other argument you could probably make for it is Jamar Chase. So uh, if I was looking at the Bengals side specifically, I'd maybe want to get on something like 16 to one with Jamar Chase, just based on the fact that, you know, if he wins that match against Jalen Ramsey enough times, uh, he's a guy that I definitely think could pay off with a couple touchdowns. If he does get in the end zone twice, uh, it's going to be really hard for him not to win that award. Uh, uh, and saying that, I also kind of expect T. Higgins to have a pretty solid game given the matchup with Jalen Ramsey against Jamar Chase. So I do think he, Higgins is probably going to be the heavily, heaviest targeted uh, Bengals wide receiver. So maybe he's the long shot option as well. But uh, on the other side with the Rams, I don't think, you know, Matthew Stafford has enough value basically, uh, you know, like plus 105. I just don't think, uh, you know, laying that short of a price really isn't where I want to get involved with it. But I agree with you. I think Cooper Cup makes a lot of sense. Aaron Donald, if you're looking for a really uh, decent long shot, Vaughn. Miller, if he gets a couple sacks, obviously Joel Burrow has been, uh, you know, heavily criticized for taking a number of sacks. If we see Von Miller getting that two or three sack range, and it is kind of a dominant defense support defense performance for the Rams. Uh, he's a guy I also think makes a lot of sense. So I'm looking more for the long shots, probably going to avoid uh, the quarterbacks and probably be in pain in this particular market here uh, on Super Bowl Sunday then. Yeah. If, if I end up betting the MVP as opposed to just you know, any position, but quarterback, I'm going to treat this like a first touchdown. So usually what I do for a first touchdown is pick four guys. Um, and no matter what, I'm going to end up profiting if one of those four guys go. Uh, but this again is, is such an overwhelming history of quarterbacks winning this thing that it might just be, let's get rid of Stafford, go with burrow, do a, a correlated pick with Higgins, like you said, at 45 to one, maybe a little Cooper cup in there, but defensively I, with Aaron Donald, it's 16 to one, right? Plus 1600. How do the Bengals, how do the Bengals struggle that much offensively? The really what you're banking on is a low scoring defensive game. So if you think this thing is going to end up the totals in the thirties, then I think you could do it. Could you stomach betting any defensive player? For MVP. I think I could. Yeah. Cause I do expect this game to be pretty choppy. Obviously we've seen, you know, the Bengals play uh, at their absolute ceiling offensively kind of toward the end of the regular season, but they haven't necessarily been lights out in the playoffs. I do think that uh, the Rams defensive matchup against them uh, is going to be a really difficult one, especially if they want to, uh, you know, run the ball heavily with Joe Mixon on first and second, second down, which they did do against Kansas city last week. They didn't really, you know, pass the ball uh, at any sort of rate over expectation that we'd really want to see. So if they kind of stick to that particular game plan, uh, this game is going to be really choppy for them offensively. Maybe they get one or two big breaks uh, in the the passing game. But outside of that, I do think the Rams are going to have a lot of success shutting them down. So I'm open to, uh, I'm open to Aaron Donald uh, at 16 to one. I do think that he's definitely a live play for me for sure. In the MVP market. Don't forget about Von Miller too. Von Miller yes. has just been a one man wrecking crew here in the playoffs too. And he's got a super bowl MVP. So I think that's the other guy I would look at. It'd probably be Donald. And if I was going defensively, Von Miller would be there. Uh, let's talk super bowl. Anytime score. Uh, the the juice on Cooper Cups too much for me minus 165. I don't touch bets that are that much. Uh, look around here. Talk to me. Where are some of the spots you're going if you're betting an anytime touchdown score, Ben? 
Yeah, I'll go back to my guy T. Higgins, basically, plus 165 price, right? I do think that if you expect the Bengals to have any offensive success, it's going to come through him. It might be coming through a little bit of Tyler Boyd uh, in the slot, but I think fading uh, Jamar Chase in this particular matchup makes a whole lot of sense. And given the price on, you know, Boyd, and T Higgins. I do think that those two make a lot of sense at their current price. Those are the, those are the ones I'm backing. Uh, I definitely agree with you on Cooper cup. I also think, you know, Odell Beckham jr. Is probably going to have the most difficult matchup uh, against the Cincinnati Bengals secondary and Chidube Wazue. So I'm leaning not so much in, you know, Odell Beckham jr's direction. If you don't really like Cooper cup, uh, maybe you're looking at a guy like Van Jefferson on a deep shot or something like that. I think that could maybe pay off uh, at pretty decent odds as well, but uh, I'm kind of fading, uh, you know, the past an attack for uh, the Rams outside of Cooper cup. So uh, I know if you don't really want to lay that minus price, then there's not a ton of other opportunities. I don't really want to get involved with like Sony Michelle or can makers either. I do think that that's going to be a pretty heavy uh, split in timeshare as well. So I'm not really leaning on anybody in the Rams uh, backfield necessarily either. Yeah, the only thing I'll say about Jefferson, and I know he has a splendid matchup, the knee just isn't getting any better. He's limited in practice. That's a guy I've kind of faded so far. But it's interesting you talked about no other wide receivers besides for Cooper Cup, but at the same time talked about the rushing game. I think Cam Akers is going to have an issue getting to his rushing prop at 65 and a half. I think that's actually fallen uh, since then. But give me a little rundown, your thoughts on both running games. You got Akers and Michelle, and on the other side, Mixon. And I like a little Samaj Pirine prop, too. And I'm going to talk about that a little later on the show. But what do you got here? Yeah, definitely. So I am on, you know, under Cam Akers at 68 and a half rushing yards. It definitely did drop down. I think it's down to 62 and a half in some books already. Yeah. So uh, just not really involved toward the end of the game last week. Uh, doesn't, I mean, he did look kind of explosive in this first matchup outside of that. It has been a little bit of a struggle. So I do think that the Achilles injury at least has slowed him down a little bit coming back so early. So I think we're going to see a pretty heavy timeshare with Sony Michelle in this particular matchup. So not really playing any, any part of cam makers here. So I do think the unders are definitely uh, justifiable. I'm kind of on the smudge AP Ryan bandwagon as well. I like him to go over uh, his receiving yardage number has been pretty heavily yep. involved uh, in the target game as well. Definitely underneath had the, I think like 50. 50 some yard catch or 45 yard catch 50 total yards last week. So uh, he's a guy that I am definitely uh, intrigued with from a uh, receiving perspective. I do think, you know, things opening up underneath if Joe Burrow is under pressure, it's going to be P Ryan mixed in a little bit more. So as long as Mixon isn't getting a ton of, you know, carries on first down, uh, I, I'm, I'm inclined to fade him quite a bit as well. And I just don't think he's going to be all that successful from a rushing perspective. So uh, taking the under on Mixon rushing yards over on P Ryan uh, receiving yards makes a ton of sense to me. And I got the P Ryan reception. So you got the yards. There I got go. the receptions, Ben real quick. Where can they find you? we got about 30 seconds. Yeah, definitely. So PFF underscore Ben Brown. I do, you know, all the writing for uh, the betting stuff. we got a lot of, uh, you know, our betting props tools uh, out as well. So we got, you know, like 150 player props and game props loaded into that. So make sure you check out PFF.com. we got a ton of betting action for you for the Super Bowl. So. Wonderful. Love it, Ben. I'm going to come back, give you some of my prop plays. I'm looking forward to this. And at the top of the hour, we'll switch it up. Talk a little bit of NBA again, but stick around. Point Spread Sunday on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. This is Point Spread Sunday on VSEN, the sports betting network. Well, this is kind of cool. Do you have questions about betting the Super Bowl? And if the answer is yes, I got something for you. Are you wondering about how to hedge? Or maybe you're looking for unusual props or insights from one of our hosts? The VSEN Big Game Help Desk is here for you. Submit your questions at vcin.com backslash Super Bowl, and it could be answered by our experts on air or on vcin.com. Holden Kushner, host of vcin's Denver City Cast, presented by Bet Rivers. This is Point Spread Sunday here on vcin, the sports betting network. That's actually kind of cool. Uh, I really like this, this idea of sending an email or two over there. I would probably be a jabroni and ask the guys what they're eating and drinking. But I also opened the show up with a hedge with, with talk about hedging a Rams future here. So maybe I should just send the guys a little bit of a note and say, Hey guys, you know, I, I do the, the Sunday morning thing. You're probably not awake. You're out there in, in Vegas, but I got a question for you about my hedge. Uh, it's probably not going to change my mind, but I'd ask him anyways, but that's a really cool feature that they have here at VEASAN. And you can ask, uh, Mitch and Paul, any of the guys, any of the guys, their thoughts on the Super Bowl. If you got a question there, so get into it. So we're going to get into, or I'm going to get into player props. Love me some player props. We got player props. We got novelty props. We got all sorts of props. I was just talking to Ben Brown from pro football focus, and we're on a couple of the same things. I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing, but the thing that we're on again, and he got this at 68 and a half. I got it at 65 and a half, and now it's sitting at 60 to 62 and a half. Cam Akers under that number in the mid 60s. Am I comfortable with it at 62 and a half? Yes, slightly comfortable. I would not go any lower than that, but I'm just going to go back to the under Cam Akers well uh, train for three straight weeks. Let, let's just go for it. He has not been good in the playoffs. He's averaging just 2.8 yards per carry. He's got two fumbles in three games as the starter. And Sony Michelle is still involved. Now he was involved a little bit more last week because of the shoulder injury that Cam Akers had. And that's something else you got to factor into. Akers is coming back so quickly off that Achilles and he looked great in the first game, but he has not looked explosive at all. And here's the thing that makes me say under again 
His longest run in the playoffs is 15 yards. Now I get it. He gets two weeks in between these games here, but I've already mentioned the production hasn't been there. Michelle is still an issue and he's not breaking off big runs. When you bet a, when I bet a player prop, I want a running back that can break a big run. Maybe get this thing. If we're betting 65 and a half yards, maybe this guy can break off a 25, 30 yard run. It just doesn't seem like you're getting the explosive chunk plays from cam Akers at this point. So here's how I looked at it. Even if Akers gets 16 carries, I'd say that's a lot. I'm not so sure he gets 16 carries, but I'm going to go on the high end for me, 16 carries. And instead of averaging his 2.8 yards per carry, he goes up to four yards per carry. He's still only at 64. Now, I don't know what your baseline is for that, but I, I, this was on the high end. I've got him for 64 yards. So that's why I say going down to 62 and a half, not the worst bet in the world. And uh, that's something that I'm hitting right there. The next bet now, Ben, Ben Brown from pro football focus, who was on last segment, he had some IJ P Ryan over yards, uh, receiving yards. I've got P Ryan over reception. So a correlated bet there when you're betting yards, you're, you're, you're hoping after the catch, he gets those yards for you, obviously. Right. But for me, if this plays out, like I think it is, and everybody's betting on game scripts, whether you realize it or not, you're betting these props on how you think the game is going to go. Yes, it's a little bit dangerous, but that's the best way. That's the best process to go into this, because if you think that the Bengals are going to blow the Rams out, then there's no way you're betting some IJP Ryan receiving yards or receptions. I think the Bengals play from behind in this game. I think when that happens, or I don't think, I think the facts are, the facts are, when they fall down, not only do they use Joe Mixon in the passing game, but Piran's going to get two, three, four targets. So I think over the one and a half receptions on Samaje Piran is the way that I'm going to go. I get it. Yards are fine. Some guys like to go the yards route. I don't want to worry about anything after the catch. Catch the two balls. Get me my money and get me the hell out of there. Okay, that's one. Um, as far as other player props. How do you fade Cooper cup at this point? Seriously? How do you fade Cooper cup? Um, I saw him at one Oh two and a half. I saw him at 105 and a half. I got in a hundred and two and a half and the juice wasn't even that much. I think it was one twelve or minus one thirteen. at this point. You're either betting over, or you're not betting it at all. And I don't see anybody. And I, I see the Bengals, you know, going two highs, uh, two deep safeties, running a, a zone defensively again. I, I just feel like there's nobody, even if they shadowed him or doubled him, nobody on that defense is going to stop this guy from doing what he needs to do. The biggest players shine on the biggest stage, the biggest stage and the biggest player Cooper cup. Boom. Let's go with it over 102 receiving yards. That's what I like. Now, the last thing as far as player props go, let's talk about the MVP. Okay, so quarterback, and I'm, I'm going to read these off here. Past Super Bowl winners by position. Quarterback, 31. What are we in, like 56 or something? 50-something. 31 of the MVPs have been quarterbacks. So overwhelmingly quarterbacks. So if you're not betting quarterback, you better hope there's some really explosive play superstars on both sides of the ball. So the second most MVPs, 
tied. Wide receiver and running backs, each position has seven MVPs. So 31 for the quarterbacks, seven for running backs, seven for wide receivers. Look at the wide receivers in this game. Cooper Cup could have a 200-yard game. Uh, Jamar Chase could have a 200-yard game. Both could get multiple touchdowns. And I don't think they're the only ones. I mean, uh, Odell Beckham, tough matchup, but he's an explosive play written all over him. Um, Higby is going to be, I I think he's either going to be out or very limited. So they're going to be funneling more of the passes either to the running backs or to the wide receivers. I think Stafford passes even more. I think there's some issues on the borough side of the ball too, because CJ Uzama, he might not be playing in the super bowl as well. More targets for the wide receivers, maybe for the running backs, which is another reason why I like some IJP Ryan, but Given that there are some players at wide receiver, I think there's an interesting bet on BetMGM. A position other than quarterback to win the MVP is plus 250. So any other position to win the MVP outside a quarterback plus 250 on BetMGM. To me, that's great. It's not a lock that Matt Stafford or Joe Burrow is going to win this thing. And also, if you think this is going to be a lower scoring game, Von Miller has a Super Bowl MVP. Aaron Donald has a Super Bowl MVP. I don't feel comfortable with anybody on the Bengals. Of course, there could be two pick sixes by the same player. I'm not, I'm not counting on that when I'm betting the MVP. So I think uh, Cup, Chase, two guys right there. I think Aaron Donald, Von Miller on the defensive side right there. Running back, I'm not as high on. Running back, Joe Mixon, explosive plays, but this Rams defense is just so good against the run. I can't see Joe Mixon taking this MVP home. I can't see Cam Akers taking the MVP home. So that's a little bit of a shot. So what I'm relying on is one of these wide receivers to win the MVP or one of the big uh, defensive players on the Rams side to win MVP. And if I'm getting two and a half to one on this bet, then for me, that's a bet that I am really, really okay with taking. Now, I also want to talk about taking a, a shot on long shots because plus 250, is that really a long shot? I wouldn't say it's a long, long shot, but it's still a long shot. I mean, we're getting plus money. You can't be betting favorites all the time. You can't be going minus 120, minus 125 with every single one of your bets. You really got to think through this. And when I see a clear path, that's when I will take a shot on a long shot. Stafford, yes, clear path. But Cup, a defensive player, Mixon, Chase, even T. Higgins, opportunity for others. And plus 250, any position but quarterback to win the MVP. That'll be my uh, official play here from the props alongside P Ryan and cam Akers and Cooper cup. So those are the bets that I have already. And we'll have more as the week goes on. Let's come back. Talk some national basketball association. We'll talk a little super bowl too. His name is spread of stairs with Ron pure bets already broke down a lot of the things that are going on in the NBA today. Four games that really caught my eye. Plus we have the NBA. Uh, MVP race as well. Terrific. Spread a stare next on Point Spread Sunday. VSIN, the sports betting network. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare.